Welcome to the podcast of Apostolic Lighthouse Tabernacle. You can find out more about our church at lighthouseofmaslin.com or join us for worship Sundays at 11. We pray this message will be a blessing to you. text this morning how, how many of you ever seen those uh, medication commercials where at the very end the guy starts talking real fast make cause I was thinking about that today years ago I was on a missions trip with our bishop to Uganda and Liberia, and it was malaria season. And uh, uh, you'll understand why I refuse to take malaria medication now. Uh, I, I, I came home and noticed bald patches on the side of my head. And uh, I uttered a sentence I never thought I would say to my bishop and pastor. I was over at his house, he was getting ready. I said, Grandpa, did you shave your legs? He said, no, all the hair fell out. And I said, my hair's falling out. I started looking up the side effects of the medicine we were on. This is what it said. Sudden headache, ringing in the ears, dizziness, loss of balance, problems with coordination, severe anxiety, depression, paranoia, hallucinations, confusions, unusual behavior, thoughts of suicide, lightheadedness, seizures, severe headache, blurred vision, chest pain, shortness of breath, uneven heartbeats, nausea, upper stomach pain, itching, tiredness, sleepiness, sleeplessness, loss of appetite, dark urine, yellow skin or eyes. Seek medical help away if you have any of the symptoms listed below. Stomach upset, stomach pain, nausea, vomiting, loss of appetite, diarrhea, Fever, hair loss, ringing the ears, dizziness, spinning sensation, loss of balance, drowsiness, headache, insomnia, strange dreams, cough, muscle pains, weakness, itching, or lightheadedness. But other than that, it's great. <laughs> Doctors issue you medication, weighing the benefits against the side effects, and hoping the benefits far outweigh the side effects. But you know the side effect of Jesus is love and joy and peace and forbearance and kindness and goodness and patience and faithfulness and gentleness and self-control. His benefits only come with even better side effects. I'm reading from the book of John chapter 10 and verse 10. The thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. I have come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. Would you say that with me? More abundantly. David wrote in the beautiful Psalm 103, Beginning at verse 1. Bless the Lord, O my soul, 
and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. I was thinking about those words the last few days. Don't forget his benefits. And then he goes on to name a few. Who forgives all your iniquities. Who heals all your diseases. Who redeems your life from destruction. Who crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies. Who satisfies your mouth with good things. So that your youth is renewed like an eagle's. David wrote again in the 68th Psalm. Blessed be the Lord who daily loads us with benefits. The God of our Salvation. And one more time, if two wasn't enough, he had to mention these benefits again in Psalm 116. What shall I render to the Lord for all of his benefits toward me? Do you know we have a God that comes with benefits? It's more than just a flat rate of salvation, but we serve a God who comes with wonderful and outstanding benefits of being in relationship with him. Would you lift your hands and your voices with me right now before we go into the word? Jesus, I love you. And I thank you for all that you do, for all that you are, for all that you're gonna do for us. Lord, I worship you this morning. And I give you honor and I give you praise in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. I want to just talk to you this morning on the subject, God's benefits. You know, one of the main things people consider when they're looking for a job after what they're going to pay you is what are the benefits. It's kind of a big deal having benefits. And you could make less money and be better off if you've got benefits. In fact, according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics, 29% of labor cost that employers accrue is the benefits. In fact, on average, those benefits are worth $12.19 an hour. That's a lot. You're making more than you thought you were. Well, until inflation you were. But it's a big deal. Even though there's a lot of jobs you'll see mostly young men and young women at because they're not so concerned about it. When you're young and you're healthy, benefits aren't something you seem to worry about as much. Uh, The church has always taken wonderful care of my family. Uh, But when we became pastor, we forewent insurance and retirement. That was part of what the church had always provided for Bishop and Sister Strange when they were pastor as part of their salary. And uh, being young and healthy, uh, we figured we were okay without it. And uh, I'll retire someday. (laughs) I'll take some vitamins and I'll walk off everything else. We thought it lessened the burden of the church and we were fine until my wife nearly died and she had three surgeries and a week's stay in intensive care 
and we left the hospital with $70,000 in debt. And suddenly the benefits seemed pretty important. The trustees came to us and said we had to have insurance. At that point, I was no longer willing to argue and said, okay, you're probably right. I started to realize the benefit of benefits as I've gotten older. Now I'm 40 years old and praying the rapture comes along before retirement. Suddenly the things start to shift your perspective a little bit. David, the sweet psalmist of Israel, the greatest king and general that has ever lived, the one who wrote songs that we still sing today nearly 3,000 years later. Talk about your golden oldies. The one who ran for his life from King Saul, the one who fought lions and bears and killed giants. When he looked back over his life, with extreme highs and extreme lows, most of those of his own making. He had to talk to himself a little bit. He said, I need you to remember something, soul. He had to talk to his inner man a little bit. He said, you need to bless the Lord, oh my soul, and don't forget all of his benefits. You see, people like to talk about trials and tribulations, temptations and tests. They talk about sacrifices and storms. But like David, every once in a while, we need to tell our souls, don't you forget something. When it comes to Jesus, there are a whole lot of benefits included in the deal. There's a lot of benefits. There's a lot of perks to serving the Lord. You know, I, when people talk to me about the new jobs they get, they like the first thing to do is talk about how much vacation time they're going to get. I get a week and next year I'll get two. Max out at four, some max out at six, some lucky few get eight. In Europe, I think they get like 12 doing something wrong they, they look forward to those weeks or days where they're going to be able to be refreshed and renewed you know the Lord talks to us in his word a lot about refreshing and taking time to be renewed. In fact, in Isaiah, this is what the word said. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. David said it this way, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. You know what the NIV turns that phrase as? He refreshes my soul. 
In Acts 3.19, this is what the word said. Repent therefore and be converted that your sins may be blotted out so that times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord. In Jeremiah, he told us, I will refresh the weary and satisfy the faint. Again, in Isaiah, he said with stammering lips and another tongue will he speak to this people to whom he said, this is the rest wherewith the weary may find rest and this is the refreshing there's no trip that you can take there's not enough vacation days in the year to refresh your soul you might refresh your mind and you might find some rest for your body but when it comes to your soul the benefits of the Lord they go all the way down and it refreshes the mind the heart and the body there's nothing like the presence of the Lord Some companies, as their benefit package, they offer profit sharing. An incentive that you'd get part of what they're reaping. Jesus has a similar policy, but his benefits are far better than most companies, or rather all companies. In fact, Jesus said when it came to profit sharing, he that receives a profit... P-H-E-T, not F-I-T. He that receives a prophet in the name of the prophet shall receive a prophet's reward. And he that receiveth a righteous man in the name of a righteous man shall receive a righteous man's reward. And whosoever shall give a drink unto one of these little ones, a cup of cold water in my name. Think about that. Just give him a cup of cold water in the name of a disciple. Verily I say unto you, he shall in no wise lose his reward. We've got a pretty good deal with God. You give to support a missionary, you get a missionary's reward. You pray and support the prophets, you get the prophet's reward. You reach out to the poor and the hungry and God gives you your rewards. He's got a better form of profit sharing than anybody I know. But it gets better. Some companies offer to match what you invest up to a certain percentage. Some match up to 2%, some up to 3 some a little bit higher. But Jesus says it this way, bring all the tithes into the storehouse that there may be meat in my house and prove me now herewith, saith the Lord of hosts, if I will not open up the windows of heaven and pour out on you a blessing and there shall not be room enough to receive it. Uh, everybody gets tight. You mentioned ties. But you understand he takes that 10% and says, I'll turn that 10% into more than you have room enough to hold. He takes it a little bit further in Luke 6. He said, give and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over shall men give into your bosom. For with the same measure that you meet, with all shall it be measured to you again. Talk about benefits. David said, I've never seen the righteous forsaken and I've never seen his seed begging bread. We serve a faithful God. You know, I was in our annual meeting with our trustees, you know, just telling them the things that were going on. 
what I was concerned about, what had happened, what hadn't happened. We had mortgage would be coming up for renewal on the East Building. Interest rates are high, but I'm hoping they'll manipulate the markets. You know, before election time, everything gets a little better. They get elected, everything gets a little worse. I said, but you know, even with everything going on, I tried to worry about the church finances. I did, I tried to. I did, I tried. You're tight, I'll tell jokes until you loosen up. I've been preaching at Lighthouse a long time. I tried to worry about finances. I looked at the market. Oh, God help you read the conservative news. God help you read the liberal news. <laughs> I don't know if there's anything in the middle. But God help you if whatever you're reading. Because <laughs> they're all selling the same thing. It's all over tomorrow. Buy some MREs. Get a bunch of beans, fill your basement with it. Buy gold bars. What are you going to buy with a gold bar? This is my question. I tried to worry about it. I read the news. I thought, oh God, what is going to happen? I couldn't. He wouldn't let me. I just felt peace come. I waited a few weeks. I thought I'll try again. I'm, not an odd, I'm kind of an odd person. The name strange suits me well. I tried again. I said, Lord, what's going to happen? And I just, it's going to be all right. He's going to take care of it. Every time I tried to worry about it, I felt an overwhelming peace come over me. You know what? He owns the cattle on a thousand hills. Ten thousand rivers of oil cannot satisfy it. My God comes with great benefits. And you know what? You can't lose them. I remember when Brother Melvin Dennis retired and all of a sudden the company filed bankruptcy and they took half of the or half or all of his retirement with him. Talking to Brother Bennett, they did the same thing to him. I talked to my dad, and they did the same thing to him. You work for him all those years, and when it comes time to pay, they just say, Well, we don't have any money, but you took all my money. What'd you do with it? We lost it. Well, where are you going to give it back? You're still in mansions and I'm not. See, you can't trust men, but with God. His word is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Jesus never goes bankrupt. Jesus never runs out. Jesus never takes back a promises. But all the promises of God are yes and amen. had a dental plan before came with our insurance it was nice thought this is sweet the x-rays are free then nothing else is I got scammed <laughs> it was a bait and switch but you know Jesus offers dental protection in Matthew 13, he tells us what's going to happen in hell. He said there's going to be weeping and wailing and gnashing of teeth. But in heaven, there's joy unspeakable and full of glory. David wrote it in the psalm we just read. He fills your mouth with good things. The Lord said it this way. I am the Lord which brought you out of the land of Egypt. Open thy mouth wide and I will fill it. 
You know what? You go to the dentist. Clark getting his braces. They put something on him. He called the spreader. Because when you open wide as you can go, they say it's not wide enough and they got a tool and they pried it open a little further. I've had it. <laughs> you start hearing stuff creak and snap and they just keep spreading it wider and wider. I think that dentist wanted to crawl on my mouth one time. He's elbow deep in there, spreading it open a little wider. I'm telling you, my head was resting on my shoulder blades. You couldn't go no wider. Pythons were envious of the spread that I had. But God said, you better open your mouth. And he says, just a little bit wider, just a little bit wider. You open it up and I'm going to fill it. Our God comes with a great benefit package. Visions included. You know why? Because where there's no vision, the people perish, the Lord said. That's why Jesus told them, Blessed are your eyes, for they see, and your ears, for they hear. 1 Corinthians 2, 9, Paul said this, But it is written, I has not seen, nor ear heard, neither has it entered into the hearts of men the things that God has prepared for those that love him. Your eyes aren't good enough. So God had to step in and give you something else so that you could see what he wants to do for you. That's why it said, but God hath revealed it unto them by his spirit. You're not understanding it. Your eyes weren't good enough. So he didn't fix you up with LASIK. And he didn't give you bifocals. And he didn't say you were a candidate for contacts. He said, you know what? Your eyes aren't good enough. So I'm going to fill you with my spirit. So you can see what I want to do for you. We serve a God that wants to do wonders in our lives. He wants to do wonders in our families. He wants to be a part of us. I'm not talking about some charismatic name it and claim it. Pick your Ferrari and start walking circles around it. But I do know what the word says. It says he'll give you the desires of your heart. I do know what the word says. That he loves me and he cannot forget me. He said a nursing mother could sooner forget her baby than he could forget me. I know he's got my hairs numbered. And let me tell you, that's not an easy task. I picked a few off this morning. He's got to keep a running tab. Number 5,003 fell off. Number 728 gone. I probably got a team of angels just keeping them busy counting hairs that fall off me daily. But yet he's got every hair on my head numbered. He knows everything there is about me. He said there's never been a sparrow that fell to the ground that went there on its own. But he said you're worth more than many sparrows. Let me tell you something. We serve a God who's got our best interest in mind. And Jesus steps in. With his vision plan, we can say, I once was lost, but now I'm found. I was blind, but now I see. Probably what most people are concerned about 
when they're getting a new job is, will I have health insurance? And what's the deductible? In other words, how much will it cover and how much is it going to cost me? I've had some insurance plans. I don't know what you'd have to do to get that to kick in. I think you could go to the doctor every day of your life and it's still not meter deductible. But let me tell you something. Jesus' health care plan is far superior to anything Blue Cross and Blue Shield can offer you. In fact, in James 3.15, it says this, And the prayer of faith shall save the sick. It's not just, and you don't just keep reading there, because it's not just that he'll heal your body. And it said, and the Lord shall raise him up, and if he's committed any sins, they shall be forgiven him. Last time I checked, Buckeye Health doesn't offer soul salvation. Psalms 103, we just read, he said he forgives all your iniquities and he heals all your diseases, whether or not they're pre-existing. Matthew 10, 18, he said, heal the sick, cleanse the leper, raise the dead, cast out devils. Freely you have received, so freely give. Lord, what's the cost? What's the premium? What's the deductible? How much is it going to take me annually for you to heal me? He said, freely I'm giving it to you, so freely you give it to somebody else. We serve a God that knows how to take care of his children. It's so a part of it. We haven't got a grasp on it yet. It's such a part of God's package deal. He said this in Matthew 16, 17, and these signs shall follow them that believe. It doesn't say it's for the special person. It doesn't say it's for the unique person. It doesn't say it's when a special evangelist, missionary, or preacher comes. It's just for the one that will believe in my name. They shall cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. If they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. And they shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. That's a whole lot of wills and no maybes. He told Israel, I am the Lord that healeth thee. He was wounded for my transgressions. He was bruised for my iniquity. The chastisement of my peace was upon him. You know why I'm reading it that way? Because that's how you need to read it. It's not just ours. It was for me. It was for you. He was wounded for your transgressions. He was bruised for your iniquities. The chastisement of your peace was upon him. And by his stripes, you are healed. It is a package deal. I don't know any insurance plan that can raise the dead or open blind eyes. But Jesus can. But Jesus can. Oh, bless the Lord. Oh, my soul. And remember all of his benefits. You know, I'm going to pause. Benefits don't do you a lot of good if you don't remember you have them. 
you know, I've paid for tow trucks and I already had the benefit in another insurance plan that covered it. But I forgot I had that benefit. I, I, I've paid for some things that I didn't need to pay for because I forgot I had that benefit. I was paying for insurance every missions trip that I went on so that if something happened, I could be flown home safely at no cost. It's expensive to fly a sick person back. I didn't realize with my minister's license, it came with an insurance plan. I had the benefit, and I didn't know for it. So I wasn't using it. I was doing it out on my own. And sometimes what we need to do is like David. It's time to remember all the benefits of the Lord. You're trying to scrape by. You're trying to do it on your own. You're seeking answers out of your own wisdom and your own skill. But you've got to remember something. When you went down in that water in Jesus' name, you came out with some benefits. You came out with some promises. When it comes to retirement, no company in the whole world can offer a better retirement plan than God. You know that? He's got the best one. First Thessalonians 4, For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of an archangel, and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever, say it with me, ever, ever, ever be with the Lord. Philippians chapter 3 and verse 20. For our conversation is in heaven. From whence also we look for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall change our vile bodies that they may be fashioned like unto his glorious body. Ah, I'll tell you what. No 401k can give you a new body. There's no pension plan that can restore your youth and give you a body that can walk through walls, appear and disappear, and yet still eat and still be touched. But we'll have a body like unto his glorious body. What a retirement package. Revelations 21 says this, And I heard a great voice out of heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people, and God himself shall be with them and be their God. And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes. And there shall be no more death, neither sorrow, nor crying. Neither shall there be any more pain. For the old things are passed away. And then he kept on writing and he came to a description. And there are 12 gates that were pearl. And every gate was of one pearl. And the streets of that city were pure gold, as it were, transparent glass. You know what you eat? You're not eating pudding. It's not cream of mushroom soup in a cafeteria. 
come on, we all know what's going on in there. They end at the White House. They're not feeding you little jars of applesauce. It's not an IV in the arm. It's not one of those insurers that everybody hates so much. It's not a jar of boost. But every day you get a walk over to the tree of life and pluck a different fruit every month. And as long as we eat it, we'll live forever and ever and ever and ever and ever and ever and ever. When it comes to retirement, some dream of going to sunny Florida or a nice warm climate some dream of travels and hobbies, but some glad morning when this life is o'er, I'll fly away. Oh, I'm telling you, there's a retirement plan like you've never heard of before. We serve a God that serves great benefits. There's no retirement community, but there is a home prepared where the saints abide, and it's just over in the glory land. That's why Paul told them in the moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump, for the trump will sound, he said. There's a, a period there at the last trump, Period. For the trump will sound and the dead will be raised incorruptible and we shall be changed. What a retirement plan. Uh, is your house paid off? I got a mansion that's already paid for. Is it in a good neighborhood? Well, the streets are made out of gold. Is it a secure community? Yeah, there's gates. They're pearl. But can people just walk in and take your stuff? You know, you're retired. You, you want to have your mind at ease. Oh, yeah, there's walls. They go pretty high. What they made out of? Oh, it ain't chain and link. They're walls of jasper and emerald. Oh, talk about a retirement plan. We serve a great God. We serve a great God. We serve a great God. I'm going to keep on saying it till you get it. We serve a great God. We serve a great God. We serve a great God. He's thought about all our needs. He's thought about all our wants. He's thought about things we couldn't imagine on our own. We serve a God that comes with benefits. One of the last things people ask when they're getting a new job, is there any upward mobility available? Is there room to grow? Is there room for advancement? Or will it always be the same? David pondered that same thing as he sat on a throne. He raises the poor out of the dust and he lifts the needy out of the dunghill that he may set them with his princes, even the princes of his people. He maketh the barren woman to keep house and to be a joyful mother of children. Praise ye the Lord. 
David looking around his glorious throne room, looking at the the great trophies on the wall and the rich clothes that he wore. And all he could say is he lifts the needy out of the manure pile and sets them amongst the rulers of the people. He wrote it again in Psalm 40. He brought me up also out of a horrible pit, out of miry clay, and set my feet on a rock and established my goings. Peter said it this way, you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people, that you should show forth praises of him who called you out of darkness and into his marvelous light. You weren't a people, but now you're the people of God. You didn't have mercy, but now you've obtained mercy. Let me tell you something. He still takes the drug addict and the prostitute. He still takes the violent and the hate-filled. He still takes the outcasts of the world and lifts them up and makes them the princes of his people. Paul summed it up this way. Don't you know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? Don't be deceived. Neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor homosexuals, nor sodomites, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunks, nor revilers, nor extortioners will inherit the kingdom of God. He gives us a list of categories of sin and says the people that do those things will never inherit the kingdom of God. They'll never make heaven their home. And then he stops to give us some hope. And such were, past tense, such were some of you, but you are washed, but you are sanctified, but you are justified in the name of the Lord Jesus. Talk about upward mobility. We still serve a God that has great benefits. When I think about the Lord and all that he's done for me, my soul cries out, hallelujah. Praise God for saving me. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. And forget not all his benefits. Oh, reading the news and watching television, hearing the radio and scrolling through your social media. It's easy to look at the ugliness that surround us and the problems in our world. But there needs to be something deep down inside of every spirit-filled man and woman of God that says it doesn't matter what's going on out there. I've got some benefits. I'm a child of God. I'm a child of God. He still saves. He still delivers. He still heals. He still sets free. He still provides. He still does the miraculous. He still hears our prayers. There's benefits to serving God that you can't find anywhere else. Stand with me across this place. I want you to lift your hands and your voices with me. Come on.
Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Come on, lift your hands and your voices. Oh, Lord, you've been good to me. You've been good to me. You've been good to me, Lord. I've seen you heal me when I was sick. I've seen you provide when I was in need. I've seen you encourage when I was down. I've heard your voice. I've felt your touch when I needed it so desperately, Lord. Jesus, there's no one like you. Oh, bless the Lord. 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 You know, I, I was reading the other day and I read about something called a, a red car theory. In which they asked people how many red cars they saw that day. And most didn't know. And so then they make an offer. $50 for every red car you see. And suddenly, there's red cars everywhere. Because you're looking for them. I learned a valuable lesson one day when I was working at Home Depot. I don't know what came over me. I was so low. I was so down. For, forgive the redneck phrase, but I was lower than a snake's belly in a wagon rut. I was low. I was looking up at down. And I was spiraling. My, my wife sometimes claims I have a robotic mentality. I can decide some things. I decided I was going to be thankful. I got me a shopping cart. That was my glorious job. Cart wrangler. I was a lot and loading associate. Now a lot specialist. I push shopping carts. I got me a shopping cart, and I just started pushing it. I pushed it all around that place. Back and forth across the parking lot, down the aisle, so I'd look busy. And I just started thinking of things to be thankful for. It was rough going at first. Well, I'm thankful that you loved me. I'm thankful that you died for me. I'm thankful that you filled me with your spirit. I thank you that you baptized me in your name. You know, the basics. But then something wonderful happened. The more I said I was thankful for, the more things that I remembered to be thankful for. And then all of a sudden I realized just how much he has done for me. And my problems didn't seem so big anymore. I got benefits. I've got benefits. 
There's a lot of benefits to serving the Lord. Has he ever been there for you? Did he ever make a way when it didn't seem there was any way possible? Have any of you ever had him provide when you had a desperate need? Have you ever had him heal you when you were sick and there's nothing that the doctors could do? Have you ever had him mend your wounds that you didn't think anything could heal? Oh, my friend. Our God has a great benefit package. He did not have to provide all the things that he had to, that he's provided. He could have chose just to save us and not punish us. But he said, no, I'm going to prepare a place for you. And then he didn't have to make it so wonderful. He could have just stuck us in a garden. But he said, no, I want you to have a nice place to live. So I'll build some mansions. Don't want you to get your feet muddy or walk on gravel. Lord, a, a well-packed trail will do. No, let's pave the roads. Well, that's nice. Asphalt's pretty pricey. Ah, I think I'll use gold. Well, will I get another lifetime there, another 70 to 80 years? No, I'm going to give you a, a new kind of body. You won't get sick anymore. You're not going to hurt anymore. You're not going to get old anymore. In fact, forever, you're going to have a body like my body. Lord, but isn't it going to be hard to live forever remembering the pain of this life? No, I'm going to wipe every tear from your eye. And you'll never feel sorrow again. Oh, Lord, that's a pretty good deal. I'll just power through until I hear that trumpet sound or this life ends. No, I didn't just die to save you. I didn't just give my blood to wash your sins away. But I was wounded. I was bruised. And I got stripes so that I could heal your body down here. But Lord, what if I have needs and my paycheck won't cover? Oh, I still know how to multiply. I still know how to multiply. Trust me, trust me, and I'll just make it grow. Lord, when the storm comes, oh, I can speak to the storm. Lord, when there's no way for me to go, that's all right. That's all right, too. I, I can make a way when there's no way. 
You see, he thought of it all. He thought of it all. Because you're not an employee getting hired for a job. You're his son. You're his daughter. And sometimes we suffer in the pig pen of life. Thinking, well, I made the mistake. I'll just have to live with its consequences. Sometimes we stay there far longer than we should. But like the prodigal son, one day he woke up. And as he poured that bucket of slop in the trough for the hogs, knelt down in the mud preparing to eat next to them pigs. He said, what am I doing here? My daddy's servants, just the servants, have more than enough to eat. And I'm sitting here eating with the pigs. I will arise and go to my father's house. Oh, my friend, he remembered. He remembered. He remembered the blessings of being a child. There's some benefits today. And they're available to you. They're yours. They're yours. They're yours. Did you lift your hands and your voices? Jesus. Oh, bless the Lord. 